You're listening to Gifted with Sheila White, a podcast that will inspire you. Its purpose is to uplift and entertain creatives to pursue their passions through their gifts. Sheila White is a film and television producer, author, and entrepreneur. And in each episode, Sheila talks with gifted individuals about their journey and the lessons they've learned. It will also inspire you to make an impact, living your best purpose-driven life with clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so excited today. I have with me the awesome James Keith Powers. And James Keith Powers, he's known as Keith by his family and friends, of course, but he is a licensed ordained minister who holds a bachelor's degree in theology from the Minnesota Graduate School of Theology and a bachelor's degree in behavioral science from Ashford University. So you guys, you know, we're going to go deep sea diving on today in some theology matters. But he's also served as a soldier in the U.S. Army as a military policeman and retired after 20 years of service. And he serves in a variety of ministries at New Life Fellowship Church since his membership in 2005 under the leadership of Pastor Robert and Alicia Dowell. Elder Keith enjoys spending time with his family and serving in the local community, which is really a passion of his. And he's also the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Flying Too Low, How to Elevate to Your Full Potential, which teaches young people how to achieve greatness. And we're going to get into that in a little bit. But I just want to welcome my special guest today, Brother Keith James Powers. Welcome to Gifted Show today. Hello, Sheila. How are you? I'm so excited. Thank you for having me on your podcast. This is a great opportunity. And I'm, I love to have the opportunity to spend uh, talking to you and, and, and sharing with you today. Well, you know, there's people all over the world that's going to hear this interview on today, Mr. Power. So we're going to get deep and we got we know you got a lot of theology things that you can bring to the table. But there's so much to you as not only a man of God, but just your character and your personhood and things you've been to. So I, I kind of want to start with your backstory. You know, what was it like growing up? as a kid in the area that you grew up in, because, you know, you're writing all these books, you're a spiritual man, you know, um, you're, you're working with young people, you have an interest in at-risk youth, but where did this all begin for you as a young man growing up? So I'm the oldest of five kids. Uh, I'm raised in a single-parent household. My mom, she did everything she possibly do, but she still struggled. You know, I grew up in the 90s during the crack epidemic, and we were surrounded by drugs and violence, and we were surrounded by all the wrong influences. And this was a time that the crime rate in my, my city, which is Albany, was named the murder capital of America. Now, unfortunately, one of, those, one of those murders was one of my close friends, and he was killed in his front yard. And, and I was hurt. I was angry. I, and to be honest with you, I even contemplated getting revenge. But my mom and my grandfather, they refused to allow me to become a statistic. So one day I came home from work and my mom, she placed this army brochure on my pillow and she said, hey, you know, I, I want you to be all you can be. And I remember looking at that brochure like, my mom trying to get rid of me? I, I know she was <laughs> trying to kick me out of the house. And I was confused for a moment. But, but, I, but, but as I hesitated, I thought about it. I said, I'm going to go down to the recruiter and I'm going to see what this recruiter has to offer because it just took me back and it made me think of how a, a mother eagle do her 
do her eaglets. Yes. Sometimes she has to stir up the nest mm-hmm. to get that individual to fly. Yes. And that's what my mom, she was doing. She was just stirring up the, the nest. And, you know, I went into the army and I, and I spent the last 20 years in the military. And so now uh, what I do is I work with Gold Star family members who lost their soldiers uh, to combat. And I have a, a, I'm married to my beautiful wife, Dr. Jeanette Powers, and we have six kids. Mm. And so life is, life is really, really great. Through the ups and downs, life is really great. You know, it's interesting because, you know, as you talk about, especially with losing your friend in the front yard and some of the challenges in the area that you grew up in. I mean, seeing all this face to face, experiencing this, you know, with challenges, overwhelming competitions and all of the odds that are against especially African-American men. It's interesting that you decided to become a military police officer in the U.S. Army when you went. What was that like compared to the backdrop? of what area you grew up in and seeing the violence and things and then going into this particular area of the U.S. Army. What was that experience like? You, it was it was difficult <laughs> because, <laughs> because you, where, I, where I come from, the, the police and my neighborhood, we didn't have a really great relationship. Okay. And so when I joined the military, I wanted to I wanted to make a difference. Okay. I wanted to be I wanted to be the individual that turned the table and maybe mm. one day get out of the military and become a cop and 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 just be that guy that my neighborhood needed to see mm. as a as a young black man. Mm-hmm. Uh, although it didn't completely go that way, but that was the the reasoning for joining the military. I just wanted to make a difference. Okay. And on, on top of that, I wanted to get out of the environment that I was in. Mm-hmm. And I knew the military was one of the, the ways that I can do that. And so even though it was a challenge going against going against the grain from mm-hmm. where I come from, mm-hmm. I, I still wanted to do that because I knew it was something that I think could make a difference in people's lives. Wow. You know, they say small hinges swing big doors and you're a big door. So you 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 just did something there by going into that industry to not only to make a difference, but to let others that are watching you be able to see you, you know, in that light uh, coming out of that particular environment. Now, is this where your at risk youth uh, desire began? Because seeing what you, you know, growing up the way that you did in the area that you did, now you become a police officer, you're, 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 you're working on the side of the law, so to speak. But the at-risk youth, where did that passion come from? Was that stem from your youth as an adult growing up what you saw, or is it, did it happen later on? Absolutely. It, I think it's, you know, God have a plan for you. Everything you mm. experience in life is a part of your purpose. Uh-huh. And so, I, I think it was something that I picked up along the journey, starting from when I was a youth. I yes. wanted to try to make a difference, but I've been mentoring most of my life mm. in some way capacity. I, I, I was a leader. I was a I was a leader in the military most of my my life. Yes. And also, God gave I, I always joke. God gave me six children to practice with. So, <laughs> so <I> practice <laughs> mentoring on my kids, <laughs> and, and also my kids. The, the older kids, they would always have their their friends come to my house and I would always find myself giving giving mentorship to those young kids. And, okay. and they would okay. always ask me questions. And, and I was also a youth leader at my church and the same thing would happen. And I saw, mm. I saw a pattern of things starting to happen. 
and it, it motivate me to want to try to help these young people. Mm. And that's where that's where that's where it started from. Well, wow. you know, it's interesting because a lot of times people are getting results there. They don't have these degrees and and doctor's degrees and all of these things in certain areas, but their results are their certification. You know, like you said, starting to work with it and people coming to advice and it just leads into that passion to, you know, the gifting that God has given us. And, you know, sometimes we don't recognize it right away, but it's there and it helps build into our peak performance, you know, of what God wants us to be. You know, how the scripture says, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper, being health, even as thy soul prosper. And sometimes we just kind of stumble into something that was a gift that we didn't realize was there, but it turns to be, you know, a passion that fuels us you know, and things like that. You know, Mr. Powell, who motivates you? Because, you know, I know your source, your power comes from God, but who motivates you to keep going? At-risk youth are sometimes not the easiest uh, individuals to work with because you have a whole gamut of problems to deal with, not to mention if you're able to get through to their parents, but who motivates you to just keep going because of, you know, the things that you're doing and the excellent spirit that you have? Who motivates you? You know, when you purpose to do something, is you you get a different level of motivation. Okay. Because when, when because some people they experience burnout a oh. lot of times because they they're in a they're in the wrong position. Mm -hmm. You know those people that are in jobs that yes. they took the job just because of money yes. or they took the position just because of the wrong reason and right, they're not right. purpose to be there and they experience burnout. What mm. motivates me is watching these kids light light up when mm. they get you know when they when when I when I give them when I give them some motivation or I try to inspire them you know watching them light up and trying to, to be the best that they can be that's what motivates wow. me that's wow. what wakes me up that's what want me to 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 be the best that I can be because mm. I think leadership start with being an example mm -hmm. I, I don't want I don't want to let these young people down. Now I'm not perfect and mm -hmm. I will make mistakes, but yes. I show them how you make a mistake and you can bounce back yes. from mistake. You know, you got to know how to rebound. You know, mm. in basketball, when you take a shot, yeah, the object is to take the shot and get points. Yes. But it's really all about getting the rebound because mm. when you get a rebound, you can take another shot. Yes. And so you got to know how the rebound and so that's the biggest thing is watching those kids motivate me and i have so many individuals that that i say i call them my pushers yes. my pastor he pushes me mm. my, my, my mom she pushes me mm. and even though my grandfather he's no longer with me i still hear his voice when i was a little kid when, when we was working farming my grandfather would say come on let's do it he used to motivate me he still mm. pushes to this day even though he's no longer here Yes, and of course. My wife, she yes. pushed me. Mm. <laughs> Literally, wow. she, she will push me. So there's a lot of people and a lot of things that motivate me, and it gives me the fire to keep doing and and moving forward. Wow, that's awesome. I love that. I love that. The pushers, you know, the people that are behind you, the people that are keeping you going, helping you to realize this ain't no practice life. This is the real deal. And you're motivating these young people to want to make a difference by seeing their, the example that you actually put in front of them, which is which is awesome because, you know, the areas of our life that we neglect are the areas of pain. And sometimes we let things go and leave it aside and not work on it. But 
you, your well-roundedness that you have, um, you know, you, you, you know, you, you can't be like popcorn. Popcorn, you have to, it has to get in the heat to pop, to get hot, right? You know, type That's of it. things, you know, and you're like that. I imagine when you're working with these young people, they feel your heat. They feel the passion. They see the vision and they want to do better. They don't want to stay in the same mediocrity life. They want to get better. And the more that they're practicing, the more that you're motivating, the more that you're putting in them the right principles. I know that that sends them in the right direction, which is really, really interesting because a lot of young people will believe a lie about themselves that they, you know, were born the wrong color, they're born in the wrong neighborhood, they're socioeconomical problems, they, you know, they're just so many things, so many lies, and some of them could be somewhat truths, but the bottom line is they will continue to believe those things about themselves. And so yeah. they need someone like yourself to help them to realize that, you know, as they say in the, in the Disney movie, Akuma Nakata, you know, no worries, you know, it's going to be okay, but they need mentors, you know, um, you know, James, they need mentors like yourself that can help them to stay in the right direction and to move in the right path and things like that. You know, because it's very, very important. You know, let me ask you a question, James. What is the best advice you've ever been given? Because you're giving advice to young people and helping them to be motivated in a direction. What's the best advice you've been given? Never quit. Mm. Uh, so, so that's I think that's the biggest thing is some people quit too early. Mm, okay. So you could be right at the you can be right at the brink of your breakthrough. You can be right at the brink of, of achieving your goal or achieving your dream. And you quit at the, at the, at the very moment that you was about to achieve something. And you, you mentioned, <laughs> you mentioned popcorn. It is, yes. mentioned popcorn. But you know, the thing about, the thing about popcorn is that you got to have something on the inside of you. If you a pop up like the Colonel, it has mm -hmm. to have inside in order to pop there, yes. there it must be like some water because mm -hmm. once it get heat what happens is uh once you get the heat on it the yes. moisture it allows it to pop into a popcorn and mm. i believe young people you have to have a certain level of determination on the inside in order mm. for you to you got to have the, a certain level of competence in order for you to pop. You got to have a, a certain, you have to have some things on the inside in order for you to go to the next level. And so my, my job is, is to put something on the inside of them so mm -hmm. they can go to their next level. Yes. It's amazing because if you, if you look at a C, a C, you could put it anywhere. You could put mm -hmm. it on the, you could put it in your pocket mm -hmm. and it, It'd be great to have that seed, but that seed will never grow unless you put it in the right place. Yes. You have to plant it into the ground. And so my mm -hmm. whole mission is plant seeds into these young people. And so so it's, if it's in the right place on the inside of them, they it can grow. It can grow on the inside and mm -hmm. they can level and achieve the things that they, they want to achieve. But I'll say quitting, not quitting is one of those things because the I, I remember just, just not ever giving up. And every dream on it, the majority of them, I achieved it because I never quit. Mm, so important. So important, especially in a message like today where this pandemic has been going on. People have been going to home, uh, homeschooling and college and in elementary school and all of that. And a lot of people have just want to give up. They just want to stop. You know, they they don't feel the heat anymore to press. And so it's really interesting. I love the fact that as you call it, your pushers that are in your life, 
to help you keep moving and to help you keep going. But everybody yeah. doesn't have uh, those people in their background to be able to keep them moving and keep them going, you know, and things like that. Now, what is some of the worst advice that you've been given? Because you're giving out a lot of good information to a lot of young people out there. But what is some information that just didn't fall when we talk about seeds and fall into the right ground um, that you were given, whether it's by an adult or or by someone else? So get so this was some really bad advice. Get your <laughs> by any means necessary. Because of the environment that I grew in, grew up in, you know, we have a, a certain perspective on life and it was about, it's about getting money and, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter how you do it. Well, right. Right. Crime, Succeeding against all odds, just making absolutely, it. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, of course I didn't follow though. I didn't follow that advice, but I just think of, I look back and I think about those things that all those individuals in the environment I grew up in was telling me, Hey, you got to get your money. It doesn't matter, you know, how you do it. Just mm. do it. Yes. And it doesn't matter who you hurt. It doesn't mm. matter uh, the risk that you take of, of getting hurt yourself or going yes. to jail, going to mm. prison. And so I think that was some of the worst advice. Mm. Wow. You know, there's a certain way you can get money the right way and still be successful. Right. Um, so I, I believe that, you know, if you if you focus on if you focus on your goals and your dreams and doing it the right way, you can have all those things. Wow. Wow. Which, you know, and, and that's so interesting and so, so true uh, for today, because a lot of times people don't realize the environment you're in and different things that are going on and they're giving out advice, not realizing it's not a exact fit for that particular time. So, uh, so true. So true. Thank you so much for that. And, you know, uh, I want to talk a little bit about the best selling book that's been on Amazon flying too low, how to elevate to your full potential, just nuggets and nuggets and nuggets in this, in, in this book. Uh, what do you want the readers to have a takeaway when they, when they, when they read this, I know specifically, it's it's meant for young people, but um, how did you come up with that title? First of all, <laughs> so so my book it deals with different challenges that people face throughout their lives and how to overcome and elevate to your dreams. You know, I use the characteristics of, of birds to show where people get stuck and how they can overcome and how they can go to their 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 next level, their highest level. My book it, it shows you no matter what you've been through in life, you can rise above anything that you you that you may be facing or, or challenging. And the reason why I chose birds, because when I grew up, my, my grandparents, they lived in the country. And so mm. they would have ducks and chickens and geese okay. in the backyards. Okay. And I think one of the biggest tragedies that I saw growing up as a kid, watching those birds in the backyard, mm-hmm. or to have wings and not use them. Wow, interesting. That, that's a tra- I think that's a it's a tragedy because it's it's like us. We have these gifts and we have these talents that mm. we just those are our wings. Those wow. are the things that get us to our dreams faster, quicker. Those are the things, those are the God-given ability that he gave us to elevate. Wow. But but we don't utilize them. I, I mm. know you've seen those people that I call them coulda, shoulda, woulda. Yes. They should have been somebody, but they failed to be all they can be because they didn't utilize those gifts or mm. they find 
getting in trouble or doing something to prevent them from 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 flying to that next level they that's those are the individuals that remind me of the geese and the chickens that's in my grandmother's backyard wow. and so i want to help people you know get to their next level and i use those birds to try to inspire people to do it to show us the similarities between our dreams or trying to achieve our dreams and go to our next level how birds go to their next level or not go to their next level Wow, that's that's really interesting because death does not issue refunds on wasted time. So Ooh, it's absolutely. really interesting um, that you use that that symbolism of birds and they have wings and all of them don't fly too high. You know, some of them are just kind of, you know, low flying, as you say. It's really interesting. I love that because I was like, wow, that is really an interesting title. And and to elevate to your full potential, it makes you think of the eagles, you know, how they're up there, you know, flying high and all of the great great qualities that come with an eagle. And, and one of those things is their ability to fly high right into the sunlight and all of those. So I love that analogy of birds, you know, equating that because there's a lot of lessons. I know the Bible talks about consider the ant thou sluggard. There's a lot of symbolism in humans and looking at nature and things like that. So uh, that's, that's really interesting uh, that you put it that way. And it makes it more clear, you know, I guess I immediately could see that um, instantly when you're when you're saying that, you know, um, I want to ask you a question about what would you like to see something happen in our world today? Because with, with working with the group of people that you're working with, um, not just the young people, but just being in ministry, seeing all the things that you're seeing in our world, what is something that if you could just have it within your power to to change in our world, what would that be, brother? I, I would say people realizing that you can still have joy in your brokenness. Mm. You, you, you can still, you can still, cause we all, we all face tragedies. We yes. all face uh, things that really hurt us and, and yes. put us in a space, mm -hmm. but you can still have joy. You can yes. still achieve at your greatness through your low, through your low lowness. Mm -hmm. And so my, in my chapter three, that's one of the things that I deal with in chapter three is called beautifully broken parrot. Mm. I, I, I believe that, you know, parrots, they're beautiful. Yes. They're, they're some of them even gifted enough to speak, but, <laughs> but, when a, but what we do, we take parrots and we use them as pets and we put them in a cage and we clip, we clip their wings. Yes, that's true. It's prevent them from flying. But mm. one thing, realize learning about birds is that clip wings are not permanent after some time your clip wings will heal and they will grow back and oh. my, i tell the story about my my wife my wife she grew up she grew up she she grew up in a single parent household okay her, her mom dealt with mental illness and mm. I, tell me the story about how they were homeless and my mm. wife had to go to school and she would get off the bus two or three stops before the shelter and she would walk to the shelter the rest of the way. And then when she became a teenager, she became an emancipated adult and she had her own apartment working at McDonald's, but also going to school as well. And then mm. when she high school, she got pregnant when she was in high school, her senior year mm -hmm. and she still graduated and she still was going to college as a single parent wow. going to college. She she got her bachelor's degree. Then mm. she 
she met the man of her dreams, yours truly. Knight in shining armor, huh? <laughs> then she got a degree, she got a second master's degree, mm. and then she nurse practitioner. And mm. just last year, she got her doctorate degree. And it just wow. I just tell people that you know that that you no matter what you go through in life, you still your wings will grow back and you mm. can you can from your brokenness and yes. still have joy and go to your next level if you go through that process mm -hmm. if you just allow yourself to heal you it will grow back wow awesome that's awesome and you know um i just want to mention that um james keith and i are both graduates of master storytellers academy and uh where we tell our stories of things that we've been through and and the challenges we have and how it can help make a difference in our life. And so I just want you to tell a little bit about your story, um, going back a little bit of how it has helped and shaped you to be the person that you are today. Share a little bit of your story with us, brother. Yes, so so Sheila, Winston Churchill once said, when you're going through hell, keep going. There was a time in my life that I went through complete hell but things begin to change and things begin to get better when I made up in my mind to keep going. I was a military policeman in the United States Army. I had over 200 men that I led. I was a single parent of two and we had just bought our brand new home. Now I deployed to Bosnia, I deployed to Kosovo, but I recently returned from the war in Iraq. I knew something was going on with me, but I didn't know what it was. I felt lost, I felt confused, I felt the weight of the world on my shoulders, but I did what the army taught me to do, suck it up and drive on. So one day I came home from work and my two children, they was arguing over whose turn it was to wash dishes and I completely snapped. I began to scream at my kids to the top of my lungs and I began to point in their faces and I saw the fear and disappointment in their eyes. And it took me back to a place when I was a kid and I had the same fear and disappointment in my eyes when my mom was dealing with domestic violence. I said, I never wanted my kids to feel this way. But after I calmed down, I was sitting in the living room and my daughter, she slowly walked over to me and she grabbed my hand and she said, daddy. I said, yes, baby. She said, daddy, I've lost my mom. I don't want to lose you too. And I knew in that moment, I had to do something. So I reached out to my pastor and I told him what happened. And he said, you may have PTSD. Now I can take care of the spiritual things, but you, you're gonna need counseling. Counseling? What do you mean counseling? Counseling for crazy people and I'm not crazy. I'm a leader of leaders. I have over 200 men that I lead. Counseling? Don't you know there's a stigma associated with counseling? But even though I was embarrassed, even though I was ashamed and I was afraid, I knew I needed help. So I reached out to the counselor. And when I sat down with the counselor, he began to give me tips and began to give me tools on how to improve my life. And I started feeling better on the inside. My relationship with my kids got better. I even met a new woman. And things begin to change and things begin to get better. Now, some of you may be listening on this podcast. You may feel like how I feel. You may feel lost. You may feel confused. You may feel the weight of the world on your shoulders. But I just want to let you know, when you get the help that you need, you can get through the hell that you're going through. And I just want to remind you, when you're going through hell, 
keep going. Mm, brother, powerful, powerful, powerful. Your life story, who you were, who shaped who you are today, which is awesome. You definitely cover the ground you stand on. And I salute you. <laughs> I salute you today because this is uh, really, really awesome. I just want to thank you so much for, for joining us today. Um, you know, we're just about out of time, friends. It's just been an awesome, awesome richness that we've had in sharing time with James Keith who is just a, not only just a theologian, I'll say, and with all of his different degrees, but a former military police officer and, and doing ministry in the local community, you know, spending time with his family, being that example. And that story that you heard is true. That's a part of his life of who he was and part of what he had to go through to get his breakthrough. And so uh, I just really Thank you so much. We thank you for joining us um, and out there. And we want you to know if you haven't heard this entire broadcast, to please visit our website at www.road2eternity.net to get more information, to get more information on James Keith Powers, to get information on his book, his book, which is Flying Too Low how to elevate to your full potential. We definitely want you to check that out. It would make a great Christmas gift, for especially for some young people. Thank you so much, Mr. Powers, for being my special guest on today. I look forward to connecting with you again. I know there's much more that we'll have to do together, not as only as MSA alumni, but just yeah. as brothers and sisters in general to keep each other going, to keep each other fired up and motivated. And I love the fact that you call your support group the pushers. <laughs> so I, I'm loving that. So I'm going to call you as one of my pushers. I'm one of your pushers. You're one of my pushers. So thank you much for listening. We'll see you next time on Gifted with Sheila White. Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company.